News in progress. Behind the scenes. Three. Two. One. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate it. I'm just trying to turn my phone volume down. Excuse me a sec. It's okay. No worries. Yeah. It was a, I had to download Zoom still. I thought I had it all set up. So no worries. Sure. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. All right. Well, yeah. Thank you for meeting. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I didn't know what to expect when I went in to watch the movie. Um, I like that it kind of threw you right into the, the hecticness and, and turmoil of the character's um, life. And immediately I was like, okay, what, what's happening? Like, what's going on? How is he dealing with this? Like, and it was just kind of a whole, um, I mean, rain, like not rain, roller coaster-ish ride of, of, okay, there's, he's going through this, this is getting okay. Oh, it's not okay again. Like it was, <laughs> yeah, it was so much. And I was, I was just, I was invested right away though, because I, I, I felt, I felt his, his pains. I, I felt like I, I connected to him in such a different way where you just see him as a person and you just want him to be okay in his life. And, and it was just so hard to, to see all the different choices he was and what's making. And I was like, Oh no. Uh, so, uh, bad, bad choices. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so but yeah, it was, uh, uh, I love movies in general. So it was just such a different experience for me as a moviegoer and I just enjoyed it all the way through more than I, I thought I would. I, I, I knew it was about a father in, in, in a hard point in his life, but it's just everything that kept happening. I was like, wow, this, there's so much. <laughs> yeah. here. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Uh, first question I have here, I, I wrote them down this morning. Um, what were you hoping to have people take away when they watched uh, Rialto? Oh, good question. Um, what was I hoping people would take away? Um, I suppose one of the things I hope that they'd take away is that they'd, if they watch the movie, I hope that they'd empathize with a man who's making extremely ill-informed and bad decisions yeah. and still manage to maintain some understanding or empathy perhaps for someone who behaves in a sense abominably his um, family and I think the second takeaway thing is I hope that if the audience watched the movie without giving anything away towards the end of the movie I hope they see that the character is ready to face up to the consequences of his actions yeah uh, yeah that was definitely cool to see it like coming towards the climax and just seeing him just seeing that that more hope was shining through in his life, and I was like, okay, this is, and the way it ends, it, it ends in in a, in a in a very good way. Where it's it's a, I don't want to spoil anything either, but it just, yeah, it, it made me just. I, I think it's a glimmer of of hope. Yeah. For the character called, and you know maybe now he could start to accept the decisions he's made and. That he's yeah. responsible for his life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, a maturation movie for someone who's already middle-aged. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, it was... It, it yeah. brought me back to my own kind of... Um, 
trials and tribulations of growing up and, and being like, okay, I was around 1920 when, when I was going through this and to see that it happens in so many different stages in life for different people and to, to be able to connect again in that, in that way, in, in a deep way, especially with um, his, his mental state, that that was a big kind of a trigger for me, but it was, I, I love when I'm in shock by movies and shows that do that where they put me into that state of mind and, and where you're just hopeless, there's nothing there and you just want to, you want to end it. You, you want to not be here. And, and, and then it's just like, wow, okay. Are you <laughs> yeah. going to do that? Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good, um, I think Tom Von Lawler's performance playing Colm is like, all the performances are great. Yeah. I think yeah. Tom, Tom Von Lawler's extraordinary in this um, role. Yeah. And that, you know, as, as an actor, it's a million miles away from who he is as a person. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a really interesting um, characterization. And I think his central performance is in every frame of the movie, pretty much, you know? Yeah. He, yeah. he carries it and he does such diverse work. He was Ebony Maw in the Avengers um, movie. Oh, wow. I, yeah. I have to look out for that. I, yeah. Yeah. So, I think it was, the, was it the last Avengers movie he played Ebony Moy is terrific, you know? Yeah. In Ireland, where he comes from, he was very famous. He was in this very violent crime show. Okay. And he, he plays a crime boss in it who's an alpha male, extremely violent and vicious character. Yeah. And he's so well, he's so well known that people would come out in Dublin onto the streets and there are hundreds to watch him. Wow. <laughs> you, know, you know? Yeah. Like real real gangsters would stop to have their pictures taken with them with their guns <laughs> and their kids. <laughs> wow. And he's a very softly spoken, you know, nice actor, you know, wonderful actor, wonderful, really nice man. Yeah. Fact, all, all the cast were, were lovely. It was a joy for me to work with them. Good, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely, I've, I've done like a few like stage plays and stuff like that, but it's crazy to see, and I've worked with some really good people who are amazing actors, and I just, just was on stage in like a background character, and I was like, okay, I'm here, but like <laughs> to, to see them be who they were outside of acting and, and then just take on a character and make it their own, and you're just like, wow, that was, so to know that he played this really masculine man and then to come into oh, yeah. super vulnerable and i was just yeah it was so so amazing to watch i just i was surprised throughout the whole film i, I really was yeah so. you should look out for him he's a really really interesting and great actor and that show was like an irish version of the sopranos okay okay <laughs> and it was called love hate love hate okay yeah it's real it's really good show it's really good i'm sure people if they're interested can find it somewhere but a million miles away from rialto you know yeah. i mean yeah. a, a show of dealers you know yeah yeah <laughs> thank you but it's a great show that's awesome yeah okay uh second question um did you connect with any of the characters yourself oh i don't know i, I think it, if you're a director, when you read the material and you work with the actors, you connect with all of them mm -hmm. on some level. Yeah. You, you know, so I suppose it's my job, I think, to be inside to 
with the actor to inhabit the world that the character's in to mm-hmm. find out what drives them, what they need, how they're failing, how they're, how they're surviving, really, yeah. and how to represent that. So I suppose, in a sense, as the director, you're the first audience. So I think you have to empathise with all of them. Okay. Which explains why directors are perhaps <laughs> uh, complex or, or uh, multifaceted individuals. <laughs> That's a kind phrase. <laughs> I can understand for sure. Yeah. Um, what was the most difficult part of shooting, do you think? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. What's the difficult part? Getting through the material and hitting the right emotional moments, finding the performance, keeping it fresh, um, shooting it and trying to transcend the scene so that, in a way, I, I love the American Greek director Cassavetes, you know, and um, Cassavetes said something which stuck with me. He said, if I know how a scene is going to end, I don't see the point in shooting the scene. Okay. I like the scene and the actors in that moment to decide it's going to end. So I like this um, notion very much. So I suppose the difficult thing is, or was, shooting the movie and trying to keep that level of spontaneity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and detail throughout the the whole of the, the, the shoot. Okay. You know, so that yeah. was the most difficult thing. And often keeping a straight face when we were shooting the movie. Because <laughs> although the movie deals with um, some difficult and challenging material, grief, for example, yes. the destruction yes. of fathers and sons, you know, yeah. toxic masculinity, the problems of men being unable to articulate their emotions, um, late capitalism, sex as commerce, um, all intimacy, all of those things. Mm. Perhaps to, to Tom Von Lawler, who plays Calm, and myself, and Tom Glenn Carney, who plays Jay, it's a mm. wonderful actor, we enjoyed hanging out on the set. Okay. So often they say if you're doing dark material, the light on the set, or the, the atmosphere on the set is quite light. Okay. So. Yeah. I, I like to try to keep a focus, but quite a light atmosphere, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, I can understand that. That's good. Like these a good... poor actors who have to go home at night, you know? Yeah. You to dread coming into work the next day. You want them to look forward to saying, oh, my God, I don't know where I'm going to go, but we're going to find out, you know, and I, I, perhaps make an interesting journey together. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, it's definitely a journey. Like, I... From beginning to end, you you see you see so many different characters and their growth and like the the relationship between his father the father and son the 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 husband and wife and then the daughter and and it's it's so it's just you're in it you're in every single aspect of this man's life and it's so crazy to because in in many movies um, you either get to see the end of this kind of cycle or you're there just as it starts to begin. But this movie, Rialto, is is very much the gray area of this man's life of 
where is he going to go from here? What's he going to do? How is he going to handle all of it? And you're, so you're seeing a yeah. pamphlet, yeah. The, the, the screenwriter, Mark O'Halloran, um, who's a wonderful writer, he's also an actor, but he said something, in fact, in an interview the other day I was reading with him, he said, I don't like to make extraordinary characters. I like to make ordinary characters, but put them in extraordinary stations. Yeah. And I think that was a really nice description of the cast of the, the family and the world of this. They're ordinary people, but ordinary people have drama, real drama, pain, pathos in their lives. And often we, we don't see it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'd love this movie to be a movie about someone that could sit opposite you on the train going to work, you know? Yeah. Or, 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 or ride the bus with you, you know? Even be a colleague who you perhaps wouldn't know is going through an emotional, difficult, dark time. Yeah. So I like the idea that in the cinema we can make movies still about people that feel real and about people who are perhaps in a way like us, you know? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I, my, my day job is, is retail, and so I see people all the time, and my immediate thought for most of them is just, what's going on in your life? Why are you reacting this way to this person? Why are you reacting? And I do have some coworkers who it's a little difficult to get along, but I, I try and step away and say, okay, so what is it that I'm not seeing in your life? What is it there that that maybe like I can't bring up to you, but what there's something there. What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and <laughs> the other way around, what the hell do they see in you? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. I, I recently came to the, the realization that in somebody's life somewhere, you are the bad guy. You are the, the negative force. And it, and it sucks, but <laughs> it's like, okay, I, I guess that's who I have to be for you. Okay. So. Okay. Darth Vader complex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, who, who, who was it? You know, when you look into the vortex, the vortex also looks into you. Yes. Yeah. 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 Who, um, who was that? Who was that? The, a German philosopher, I think. Oh, I can't remember. Showing my age now. <laughs> it, it's having a having a senior moment there. <laughs> it's a a very fluid concept, though, and it, it continues to show up in everyday life, no matter what, no matter what yeah. you look at, you. You, you're being looked at as well you know that's that's life yeah. so um I, I thought that when i bought some shoes a few weeks ago the designer <laughs> of these shoes looked into the vortex but the vortex also looked into the designer <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um do you have a favorite scene from the movie or scenes oh um i'm not sure i think when I think because you spend nine months or something in the, the edit process, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then you see the film in a way that spoils it for a few years. Okay. You know, I, I don't know if you could watch your movie straight again for a few years. Okay. Because it becomes exaggerated and distorted. Yeah. Because bits you want to work didn't work and didn't work, you managed to fix them. I do remember enjoying, though, um, the look and the atmosphere of a tiny scene in the movie um, when his, when Colm's daughter comes down into the garden mm -hmm. and chats with him. It's a very, very small 
scene. Yeah. And he's smoking a cigarette and she wanders over behind him and surprises him. You know, and she says, are you hiding? And he turns around and they have a, an interaction. I think it's a beautiful little scene. And I remember I covered it from a few angles and things, but I definitely knew when I was shooting it, I got it in one take from one angle. And that's how the scene plays, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, I think I remember the scene exactly, yeah. It's an interesting little scene because if you watch the movie and you're really paying attention, his daughter comes out in that scene. Okay. I might have to rewatch that. I didn't I don't think yeah, I picked up on that. Yeah, it's, it's a very subtle moment, but if you watch the film with that moment in mind, it changes okay. the movie. In a, in a sense, it's very subtle. It's a very subtle moment. I mean, the movie, you, if you don't get it, I don't think it spoils the story, but I think if you do notice it and it's over in the blink of an eye, um, it changes the dynamic of their relationship and it also puts calm in a, 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 another, a, another distance from life, from a life that he could be leading himself. Yeah. So, but it's really, and it's a, it's a dad and daughter moment, which is very nice. And yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the dad and daughter moments for sure. And I think even that scene, even though I didn't pick up on, on her coming out, that scene still seemed very significant. Like it seemed also like a breath of, of relaxation for calm. It just, it just seemed like, okay, I can just, in just yeah. a few moments and that's it. So. I, th I think even in the, well, Chekhov, my, my favorite writer, you know, you, you could say about Chekhov, you know, to paraphrase his work and try to sum it up, the tragedy of life is that it continues. So mm. it never ends when we're at the highest or lowest point. There's humor and sadness combined in both, you know, yeah. Yeah. extreme. And although he's anxious and miserable, at times and increasingly pressurized and breaking down in this week of his life, he still manages to retain some of his humor and intimacy and relaxed state with his yeah. daughter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think we all have someone or a moment like that in our lives with someone. Yeah. Even with someone where we don't get, we might not be getting on with, there's always a moment when things are okay. Yeah, <laughs> before the clouds come back, life come yeah. back over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Uh, that was yeah. Like I said, it just even missing that that nuance you you snuck in there. Like I, it it just seemed where I was. Even me, I was going through all of it with him. I was just like, okay, this is a good moment. This is yes, yeah. They have a good relationship. Yes. Yeah. Like from the first time you, you see them together sitting at the table in the, in the backyard, you're like, okay, this is, this is a good thing for him. This is nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's the person who, who I think he's most comfortable with. Yes. Yeah. He's more comfortable with his daughter than he is with himself. Yes. You know? Yeah. And he sees himself as a failure as a father as a failure as a man yeah you know sees himself as a, a moral and physical coward 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I'm really selling this movie, aren't I? <laughs> I mean, I just the description I got from it, I was like, okay, I'm not too sure. And I, like I said, just being able to be in his in his shoes in a way, and like I I look forward to fatherhood. So seeing him be a father and having all that, I was just like, oh man, is this is this really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I may need to just see this. Like I don't know, but yeah, I, I've got um, I've two children. I have a son and a daughter, mm-hmm. and um, it's interesting. My daughter's thirteen now, and I suppose all parents recognise this. But the things in your children that bug you are the things that are a mirror to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know which i find very funny so there's two different mirrors with my children they're both holding them up to me (laughs) (laughs) and i still you know i still say yeah okay yeah (laughs) still getting getting it wrong yeah Yeah. awesome yeah that's that's good to know um almost done here um do you have any new films that you're directing that we should look out for that's a good good question. Um, I have two movies. Well, they're not movies; they're scripts at the moment. Okay. Okay. I have two scripts at the moment that I've been working on with two writers, a an Iranian um, English writer based in London. Okay. And a, a writer from um, Brooklyn, and we're I'm working on both of these projects with the writers, and I suppose um, the 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 one that can be financed <laughs> will be the one I'll shoot first. Okay. I want to shoot. I want to shoot both. Yeah. But whichever one finds its way to market. Okay. You know, and we get some magic beans. Then <laughs> <laughs> that will be the first one. Uh, one one of them is a, a, a drama about a couple, psychological okay. drama, about an Iranian family who get a windfall, a financial windfall, set in London. And the other one is a dramatic comedy. So I, I quite like to do a comedy. Yeah, good. A nice. character comedy, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Because it's, I mean, as people, that, that's pretty much where it all comes from. Like any small moment that makes you laugh, it's really just your reaction to that or just realizing that, oh, we're people. Like that's just where it is. Well, it's a great feeling being in the theater if, if they ever open again and, and, an audience laughing at something in a movie. Yes, yes. You know, yeah. and I, that Rialto is my second movie. I wouldn't describe it as a laugh-a-thon, <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, my first movie was a drama um, called Daphne, which I think has moments, more moments of humor in it. Okay, okay. But I'd, I'd like to, I should check the movie out if you can, you can find it. I don't know if it's on, yeah. Uh, Amazon or something mm-hmm. but the performance in it is brilliant from the lead actress her name's Emily Beecham and she's amazing actor and Tom Von Lawler who plays Calm is in that movie he oh, has a wow. small he has a smaller part he plays uh, um, the central character's boss who's in love with her and it's a lovely lovely relationship between them Nice. She knows she knows he likes her, but anyone who likes her, of course, she doesn't like them. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been there too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to say so have I. I'm probably still there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um well listen, thank you so much for chatting with me. If I'm happy to answer if you have any more questions or anything, I'm I'm happy to answer anything if if you if you've missed anything or I've no. probably gone over time. But no, 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 I, I said it 30 minutes and I gave a, I wanted to, I had a few questions, but I wanted to leave room for that organicness. So yeah, yeah. This, this was excellent. Thank you. I, I appreciate you having the time and taking the time to talk. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I hope, can you send a link on and I can have a look at the article or something or yeah, whatever definitely. you, definitely. Sure, that'd be yeah. wonderful. Yeah. As soon as, as soon as I finish it up, I'll have it, uh, Hopefully by Monday. That's my goal to, to have oh, it done. Wow. By Monday, so. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I, I write I write pretty fast. So oh, good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so, and I well, really listen, enjoyed, I enjoyed the film. So it made it, it made it really easy. So oh well thank you. Thank you. I, I I genuinely appreciate it because my one of my favorite directors, um the, the Swiss director Jean-Luc Godard said, you know smaller films demand a bigger part of the audience yeah. and i love small movies you know i yeah. love big movies too but yeah and the mood i'm in the mood for a smaller movie yeah no it was it was a good movie to like i had to set the time set i was like i know i'm gonna need to just <laughs> and be in it and, and as soon as i sat down there i was just and after the movie oh. after the whole thing too i was like okay i need to <laughs> <laughs> a little bit i need some time so yeah it's so it's so weird to hear this because i finished the movie we, we premiered in venice last year mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so i haven't seen the movie for a long time okay so i i only know what people think about the movie um when they tell me and sometimes i'm surprised when people say how difficult they find the movie you know yeah yeah it's because i've forgotten you know <laughs> because I haven't I don't watch them I was like oh yeah I like to try I think the brain we have to wipe everything away don't we and then yeah you True. know yeah we have to survive yeah yeah definitely so. that's my story I'm sticking to it <laughs> okay. okay thank you very much Peter yeah I'll definitely shoot you the article and, and I'll let you know oh that's wonderful thank you so much for your time you're welcome thank you take as care well. bye bye